Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. A unique place for artists in North St. Louis County is expanding what it offers. This spring, an organization called Paul Artspace will select one local artist for an artist-in-residence program in Germany. For more about the program and the organization, here is producer Evie Hemphill. For nearly five years, Paul Artspace has provided artists with valuable time and space to pursue their craft and bring creative projects to fruition. Their residency program is tucked away on a serene six-acre property in Florissant. More than 70 people have taken advantage of it. Some of them come from other states across the U.S. and others from around the world. Still others are St. Louisans looking for a creative refuge closer to home. Mike Bailey is the founder and director of Paul Art Space, and David Johnson is one of its board members. Both of them are artists in their own right, and they join me now. Mike and David, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thanks, Evie. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you, Evie. It's great yeah. being here. I'll start with you, Mike. What's been kind of your vision for Paul Art Space since you first started hosting artists in the summer of 2013? So the the point of Paul Art Space uh, from the very beginning, and I think we're doing a great job of, of remaining true to that, has been to provide time and space. And time and space for, um, for artists, visual artists, writers, curators uh, to come and be able to climb into their research and work through ideas uh, and, and just really engage in their practice where everyday life can sometimes get in the way. So, so providing this time and space is, is a main agenda for us at Paul Art Space. There's a lot of different residency programs around the country and the world from what I know. What would you say sets Paul Art Space apart? Yeah, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I think it's part of uh, the space itself. Uh, being on, as we refer to, 5.6 acres of love uh, <laughs> is a uh, a perfect kind of getaway, um, which, you know, there's plenty of residencies that are in, you know, really pastoral landscapes as well. I think it's part of the community um, that people find, you know, a lot of times I think we talk about St. Louis being kind of this flyover city. And once people kind of find it, they kind of get amazed by it. And I, most of our residents have... Um, found that to be true. That as soon as they get into St. Louis, they really find uh, a community and individuals and a culture that they kind of find interesting and thriving and, and really feed off that energy. Was that energy part of what drove you to create Paul Art Space, Mike? So the idea of Paul Art Space um, is really something I've carried with me since my graduate school days. Um, and it wasn't necessarily completely understood in my mind that it would be a residency. Um, it just was more kind of free-formed and open that it would be some kind of an artist collective. And uh, and as I'm a practicing artist and, and uh, many people on the board and friends of Paul Art Space um, are also creatives in, in, in that sense, um, it has become kind of this artist collective where, as Dave uh, was just speaking, this notion of community, I think that those of us that are involved with the programming and, and the direction Paul Art Space goes, uh, we're all people that think about the importance of time and space. And, um, and we really, really are interested in, in providing that uh, uh, for our residents. And I think because we're engaged in our community, in our own practice, um, we, we also have opportunities for creating introductions and building network. Uh, for the residents that come to Paul Art Space. Now, I want to talk some more about 
the space itself a little later, but I also want to make sure we touch on this new artist in residence program that you recently announced uh, in partnership with our sister city in Germany. Right. Tell me tell me about that, David. In right. Stuttgart. Um, so this has kind of been a project we've been working on since early 2016. Um, and Julia Wentz, uh, who's a Stuttgart-based artist, contacted me about doing uh, a postal exchange. And as the conversation went on and talking about this idea of sister cities, uh, I kind of posed to Mike and the rest of the board of hosting these three German artists, Julia Winson, Peter Frank, and Christian Eckhoff, uh, to come to St. Louis while I was hosting a photography conference and have them come participate in the conference, come participate and, and organize an exhibition about the exchange. Uh, and from there, it kind of got the ball rolling because Julia is on the board for uh, the Gaydock in Stuttgart, which is a um, an, an art arts center in kind of just off uh, the main center square. And we the conversation got rolling, and so I invited them. And then this summer, uh, she invited uh, myself and another board member, Alina, uh, to participate in the program. And then coming back, uh, we had an exchange uh, exhibition um, in – uh, City Hall of Stuttgart, and which I was able to go to and meet several politicians to find more kind of funding. We've come back and met with the Sister Cities organization here in town. Um, and Suzanne Evans, who runs that, has been very generous and very supportive of our endeavors to get this exchange kind of uh, lasting long term. So how does it work um, for local artists who might be interested in this month-long opportunity? What do they need to do? The call went out um, on the 1st of uh, March, uh, and we have applications that are due on April 1st where uh, the, student, uh, the artist sends in a letter of how they plan to use their time, and we'll have uh, a jury, Misa Jeffries from CAM, uh, Terry Surrey from Umsel uh, Gallery 210, and uh, Trina Van Ryan from uh, Floodplain Gallery will be jurying it. And uh, whatever submission they select will get awarded uh, a month-long stay in August at the Gaydock in their exchange studio and a $1,000 honorarium from the Sister Cities organization in St. Louis. And you said you've been to Dukart? Yes, I went. Uh, I was able to go this past August. And uh, What would you say you enjoyed most about that city? Partly the just time to focus on work. Uh, you know, being an artist, having teaching uh, and running a freelance business, not a lot of time to can focus towards just new projects. Uh, the studio opens up into this really kind of beautiful uh, courtyard, and then you're three tram stops from the city center, uh, and there's a Donner Kebab shop right at the tram station, <laughs> which is probably one of my favorite places to go to. And as part of this exchange, am I understanding correctly that someone from Germany will also be coming to Paul Art Space that same month? Not that same month, um, okay. but we do have – that's part of the exchange. In fact, they're scheduled to come next fall. In either September or October, we're working out the details. Now, this won't be the first time that you've had international artists at Paul Art Space. Is that right, Mike? That's I think correct. I remember you saying that some of your first – uh, residents were from Ireland. Absolutely. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, so our very first residents uh, in the summer of 2013 
uh, Carl Giffney and Andreas uh, uh, Kindler von Knobloch, uh, two Irish artists that came and spent the summer with us. And um, I really feel like that uh, jettisoned us in this direction where we kind of were on a radar with other international artists. Um, they are both very uh, established and connected uh, in their networks throughout Europe. And, um, and in fact, uh, they, they ran a space in Ireland um, uh, called the Good Hatchery, which was an artist collective, and, and many artists had affiliated and worked through and came through that program. Um, so that, that did sort of uh, begin this, this interesting relationship that we had, and, and since then we've had several artists from, from all over Europe as well as uh, Asia and other places throughout the world. And where, where are things at now? Would you say that Paul Artspace continues to grow, and how so? Right. So um, Paul Artspace does continue to grow um, in addition to the, the sister city exchange with Stuttgart. Um, we've developed a program that we refer to as a facilitator uh, a position at Paul Artspace. And that's an opportunity for someone that uh, could apply to come in. And they would be on site and they would have uh, their own living space, uh, studio space. Um, and that is for six months to 12 months. Uh, that comes with a stipend. Uh, but they're there to um, uh, kind of be on site, engage with the residents, um, kind of just be that person uh, immediately on the ground for the organization. Um, and so we're looking and reviewing applicants for that position. Um, and we're looking forward to this year coming. You know, we we uh, we have some good folks coming in this spring session, and, and we'll be excited to see what kind of applicants we get for the summer session. When- Oh, go ahead. Well, we also can't forget about uh, Paul's Pickles, our <laughs> new uh, fundraising and outreach initiative. Going into our second season, we've uh, decided to uh, – the board uh, has created uh, uh, a pickle recipe, a spicy and normal dill uh, that we sell at farmer's markets. And this will be oh. our second season going in the farmer's market. We will have a new product uh, developed by Mike, uh, and it's a walnut ink. So right, right. Wow. So the walnut ink is uh, is actually derived from uh, some uh, the black walnuts uh, trees out on the out on the uh, grounds of Paul Art Space. We have quite a few of them, and um, and you know through mowing the lawn out there, riding on a tractor, <laughs> and cutting grass, and hitting those. Uh, it dawned on me one day that these could be more than just things that dull the blades on our lawnmower. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who comes through Paul Art Space is asked to leave a document or, or something to kind of commemorate their time there and give back. How does that work, Mike? You know, we provide this time and space uh, for our residents free of charge. And in trade for that, we ask that there is some kind of a give back. And uh, that give back can take the form of, uh, of them giving a physical document. Um, that could be uh, that could be. Uh, an object, uh, some kind of an artwork. Um, the writers have donated, uh, you know, writings and, and poetry and things of, the na- of that nature. Um, they can also give back uh, to the community uh, by coming in and doing workshops uh, at UMSO, at where I teach in the Department of Art and Design, um, giving lectures, public lectures. Terry Surrey, again, at uh, Gallery 210 has always been tremendously supportive. Um, and uh, so there is that idea of, of you come and you have time and space, and and then there is a request that you give back in some way. David, what prompted you to get involved as a board member? Um, well, I'm not originally from St. Louis, and when I moved to St. Louis and 
kind of uh, fell in love with the city and the culture and uh, just being part of, um, you know, the experience of St. Louis. Uh, I've always thought that a residency would be a really interesting place to have here. Um, Mike and I have been friends for a long time. Um, and when he kind of brought up the idea of this residency, I think we went out for uh, a beer and I told Mike, I was like, anything that I can do. And he's like, well, we need board members. <laughs> and I said, of course. I, I just think that allowing people to see the things that we know about St. Louis is is important and sharing uh, the things that we have to give and, and offer in this time and space is um, vastly important for many artists to find something new and find something to uh, work on and work through. Mike, you uh, founded Paul Art Space on property that's been in your family for, for decades. What's it like to see it, it continue to grow and take shape? Well, it is it is really interesting and very special for me, um, you know, because I have this history with that property, uh, and it's a very different kind of history, um, you know, as a place that I grew up as, as a child. And, um, and so now it's like there's this new history that's been building and, and uh, being written, and um, and it's a history made up of uh, of uh, friends and uh, and family and uh, and artists and creatives and thinkers and people working and people engaged and people that are um, uh, that care about uh, about all sorts of subject matter and um, you know the artists that come through there. Uh, if you were to look, for instance, at the 2017 review catalog, there's such a broad range of work uh, represented. And that's something that I take a lot of pride in is that um, we're not a residency that's interested solely in the practice of photography or solely in the practice of printmaking. Or we really are looking for work that um, that is exciting, engaging, um, and it seems, to, uh, it seems to be something we want to uh, learn more about ourselves. And that, that partly drives like how it is that various individuals are selected to come. Um, but you're right, Evie, for me, the, the idea of what, what it is now and how it functions now, um, it, it's always exciting to go out and meet the new residents. Uh, it's wonderful to check in on them, like, you know, partway through their, their residency with us and see what, uh, what kind of work is being made. What kind of feedback have you gotten from residents about what what they love about being there, whether they stay one month, two months, or three months? Mm-hmm. Well, the place is in North County, as you mentioned earlier. Um, it's in Florissant, and um, it's right off of Highway 67, which if you're driving down that, that part of Highway 67 or Lindbergh, um, it's, it's very much kind of strip mall America. It feels that way, you know. But once you turn off of uh, Highway 67 – and you start to wind your way back to the property, um, which is only probably a mile and a half off of off of Lindbergh. Um, the layout of the property, uh, the the fact that it is uh, surrounded by trees and uh, it's it's almost six acres, or uh, as as my buddy Dave uh, coined the phrase, five point six acres of love. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it provides folks with this place um, of solitude uh, to really. Uh, to really get back into their research. And so that's a lot of the feedback that we get, that uh, the place gave them that. Uh, when we say time and space, it gave them that. And um, it also, through the connectivity that we have in our community, it gave them 
an opportunity to build and grow their network. And, you know, sometimes that would translate into immediate events and, and uh, things such as exhibitions or maybe longer-term projects where the genesis for those just began with a conversation uh, that they had based on an introduction they gained through Paul Artspace. Well, as our time wraps up here today, David and Mike, I have one more question for both of you. What are you most excited about right now in the St. Louis art scene? Uh, I believe there is uh, recognition of St. Louis as a cultural hub and identity of, of its own. Uh, I think there's a lot of press that's being going out in the world. Um, James McNally, uh, his articles about St. Louis and art in America, and I know Projects Plus is having uh, is sharing St. Louis artists at an art fair in New York. Um, coming up, and it just seems like there's a lot of St. Louis artists spreading out um, and, and getting uh, into places that aren't just St. Louis and sharing the scene that we all know and love, and I think that's really exciting. How about mm-hmm. you, Mike? Right, yeah, well, I'd echo a lot of what uh, Dave just said. I think that um, there's also, you know, from my perspective and over the last few years, uh, seeing some of the institutions like the Pulitzer and, and uh, uh, the Contemporary Art Museum, um, finding ways to engage with uh, with uh, the community and and doing it uh, through collaborations and through various programming, um, I think that's wonderful. You know, I think that there is the grassroots organizations uh, such as us, and then there's um, there's other places like Floodplain uh, that uh, you know Dave just mentioned that is uh, in the same footprint as Fort Gondo, which was really quite an institution for our uh, our contemporary art uh, community here. But I think really just all in all, it just continues to, to seem to be um, evolving and, and moving in a really exciting direction. And, you know, as, as Dave said, uh, I think St. Louis at once may be thought of as uh, kind of a flyover place. There's so many great things and exciting things happening here. And part of that is because of the affordability. And, you know, artists and creatives can find ways to to take risk and to try and establish and create things that maybe other cities it would just be cost prohibitive in. That's Mike Bailey and David Johnson talking with producer Evie Hemphill about the growth of Paul Art Space. The Florissant-based organization is currently accepting applications for an exchange program in collaboration with St. Louis's sister city of Stuttgart, Germany. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs are available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh.